Hello, everyone. Before we start today's podcast, I wanted to preface this episode by letting you know that we will not be talking about COVID-19 today as a disease. Instead, we wanted to devote our full discussion to the transformative impact of precision medicine, which began well before the pandemic and, of course, will continue well after it abates. We have a full episode on how Cleveland Clinic and hospitals around the world have responded to COVID-19, and I encourage you to check that one out. So thanks and hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to Caring for Tomorrow, a podcast series from the Washington Post brand studio and Cleveland Clinic that explores the changes, challenges, shifts, and solutions that are defining the future of healthcare. We will examine some of the issues facing the system, as well as the advances that are transforming it for the better. Along the way, you will hear how leaders in healthcare, like Cleveland Clinic, are using innovation to improve patient care for people everywhere. Hi, this is Joan London. I am a journalist and author and health and wellness advocate, so I am so happy to be here today as your host and moderator. Today's discussion on precision medicine features a conversation with experts in the healthcare field. Advancements in data analytics and drug therapies are enabling the adoption of what's known as precision medicine. This modern approach takes unique personal variables into account when designing a patient's treatment, things like an individual's genes, their environment, and lifestyle. We'll discuss how this approach can make a critical difference by improving outcomes. My guest today, Dr. Vikram Chaudhary, Principal at Genoa Ventures, and Dr. Serpil Erzurum, Chair of the Learner Research Institute at Cleveland Clinic. And welcome to the show, doctors. Precision medicine is just one of the biggest shifts that we're going to see and one of the most incredible innovations. Dr. Chaudhary, I want to start with a real basic question. Sure. What is precision medicine? In the most simple terms, uh, precision medicine is an emerging approach for both disease treatment and prevention that takes into account individual variability, whether it be in genes, lifestyle, or environment for every individual. It really stands in contrast to sort of the one-size-fits-all approach that we're used to, where disease treatment and prevention strategies have always been developed for an average person, and there's less consideration for differences between individuals. The whole concept of the, the approach is to allow doctors and researchers to both predict more accurately which treatment, which prevention strategy is going to work for a particular disease, and in which groups of people this is going to be most efficacious. When we started in healthcare, certainly when I was in training, we learned standardized stepped approach for care of patients with certain diseases. And in fact, we did not even take into account whether, as Dr. Chowdhury pointed out, whether you're a man or a woman. And we now know that one size does not fit all. We can take into account whether you're a man or a woman with asthma. They're really quite different. And I'll say in asthma, we've learned that the phenotype, the kind of asthma you have, how severe it is, changes over your lifetime. Because as a child, young boys have very severe asthma and over puberty, we now know it changes to women. I think there's so much hope in cancer now with all the advances. We've really seen that the biggest impact seems to be in 
cancer treatment, not just here at Cleveland Clinic, but everywhere. Why is that, doctor? Well, cancer research over the last 20 years has been remarkable in the advances it has made in understanding the molecular causes of each individual cancer. And it really starts with the early 1990s when we started to sequence the entire human genome. And then the large data that comes with understanding the entire blueprint of a cell. And now, for most cancer care, what we'd like to do is to actually understand the molecular changes in the cancer, because we do know that one size does not fit all for cancer care, and we need to take into account the individual change or the variance in the DNA underlying it. Now, depending upon the changes that occur in that specific cancer, different pathways will be activated or inactivated. And then we can use the right drugs that are targeting that pathway or immunotherapy to attack that specific cell, which now is expressing abnormal molecules that look different than you. And so that is some of the immunotherapy for cancer, which has revolutionized cancer care over the last several years. So this has been so beneficial in in cancer treatment. What other diseases might we start seeing where precision medicine is really going to emerge and change the way we give patient care? Obviously, you know, oncology is way ahead of of everything else, right? But uh, there's diseases like, you know, ophthalmology, neurology, rheumatology, pulmonology, all of which are, you know, beginning to see, you know, early research or or in in some cases treatment, treatments actually being developed for that. And let's take ophthalmology as an example, right? Significant genetic research uh, has been done here, and there's over 260 genes that have been identified for inherited retinal disease. And there's even gene therapies um, that exist today. And the commonality that makes eye diseases particularly amenable to precision medicine is just the prominent role that specific mutations play in this. Cystic fibrosis transmembrane conductance regulator is the gene that is altered in cystic fibrosis. And we used to think that everybody with mutations in that gene, if I tested a cystic fibrosis patient, they would have mutations in the gene. What we're finding now, there are people with those same mutations who never develop lung disease. So studying people who have what we call resilience, they avoid it. And to me, that's exciting not just the people who develop the disease, but why do people who have that gene not get that disease? And I think it's the turning point for us as we start to look at that. Yeah, learning those things Mm -hmm. is what allows you to get to cures, correct? I mean, you have to understand that resilience first. Yes. What's the normal biology that allows you to avoid it? So where does data analytics come into this? It's really about the more factors that we take into account, imaging data, genetic data, you know, protein screens, blood tests, the more complex it becomes. And it's just not easy to process all that information quickly and be able to make the determination. That's where artificial intelligence, guided learning, machine learning empower physicians to, you know, get the right clinical decision support. It'll uh, really increase the value of the healthcare we can provide because we will be using less drugs that are not effective, yeah. avoiding the loss of time, you know, for the patient using something that doesn't work. 
It applies, for instance, for heart diseases. A good example is that one of the most commonly prescribed drugs in the United States for prevention of recurrent heart attacks doesn't work in a third of people. And we now know the gene related to that because of the metabolism of that drug, and testing could be done for those patients and something else could be used. So these kind of ideas of, is it going to work in you or is it going to cause an adverse effect? We know the gene to which that's related. Should we be testing you before you are placed on it? And again, to avoid adverse effects and to improve efficacy of the drug, it's good for everybody. Here at Cleveland Clinic, what are some examples of how the clinic has integrated precision medicine into its general care approach? Uh, so we have a Center for Personalized Genetic Health Care, and it spans all diseases, but particularly in cancer care. Personalized health care is part of our platform at the Cleveland Clinic. All of our physicians take a family history. That's the first step to personalized care. And we take into account your gender, race, ethnicity, knowing that some populations and groups of people will have risks for certain diseases. But then uh, we have a very wonderful genetic counseling group. And most physicians, when they see an individual with a type of disease that could benefit, will refer the patient for genetic counseling and possibly testing. That is available at a broad scale at the Cleveland Clinic routinely. But we're all told these days that we should be proactive in our healthcare. We should ask questions. So what does a patient need to do to access and be able to benefit from precision medicine? Well, the first thing they can do is ask their physician when they see them. And once that is discussed with their family physician, their medicine doctor, or their surgeon, then what would happen, that individual and their family usually uh, would come for an appointment with one of our genomic medicine doctors and our genetic counselors. And when they understood the risks and benefits, they could have complete genetic testing of the whole genome. Cleveland Clinic has an approach that everybody that works on that patient's disease is there for the patient. It's a team approach. We really value teamwork where everybody, whether it's the medicine doctor, the surgeon, the endocrinologist, the women's health specialist, comes together and approaches that patient's problem in that institute approach. So the patient doesn't have to go to multiple groups to get input, but one cohesive, holistic approach with this team of doctors. Very proud that we have that approach here, and it, I think, benefits our patients greatly. Well, that really brings us to the future. I, I want to know, since, I mean, this is your whole passion and your focus, Dr. Chaudhary, looking inside the human body, where's precision medicine going to go, in your opinion, five, ten years from now? I think the the beauty of the medical field, it's just constantly trying to figure out what are all the different paths of resistance that are going to develop to the therapies that we're creating, and how do we create the right combination to do that? In increasing the diagnostic specificity where you can ID cancer early, figure out the resistance, and then figure out a disease you know, treatment protocol that, that is associated with that. Trying to look at immune cells and you know, immuno-oncology or IO as it's commonly called is, is already doing this, but you know, CAR-T is sort of the next wave of this, which is literally engineering cells 
immune cells for your body and then putting them back to attack a particular type of cancer. And, you know, as we start to enhance our understanding of biology, all of this is going to start to percolate down into manifesting into, into real changes that are going to take place. And, and the exciting thing about all of this is you see it happen in real time, right? Something that was a theoretical concept like three to five years ago is today in clinical trials, early trials, but it's in trials already. We always wrap up with a segment that we call, if you remember one thing, uh, where you tell our listeners if you were going to have one takeaway today to remember about precision medicine, what would that be? You want to start us off, Dr. Chowdhury? Yeah. To me, precision medicine is all about knowledge and choice. It's empowering doctors with uh, richer understanding and options uh, for their patients. It's about empowering patients to be proactive and preventative and make better life choices. And it's about the collective working together towards uh, a healthier world of high quality, long living. Wonderful. <laughs> I agree completely with that. I, I can only add that we're living in times of rapid advances. So when we started on this journey, it took 200 laboratories working for almost 13 years to sequence the human genome. We can do it in a day now. And the capacity at which we're working, the technologies that Dr. Chowdhury spoke to, not just the science and the test tube, but commercially available and the physical wearables, the ways we can track how we breathe, what we eat, where we're sleeping, how we're doing, it is going to change how we live our lives. Precision medicine is about precision living. Right. How do I live my best life? And that is so incredibly hopeful and Very empowering. Hopeful. To, Very empowering. To all of us as individuals and as, as patients. Doctors, thank you so much for your incredible expertise. It's fascinating where healthcare is going. And of course, we thank you all for listening today. Please be sure to join us for our next episode, Immersive and Emerging Tech. And if you like Caring for Tomorrow, please rate and subscribe wherever you get your podcasts.